Hello, Flash fanatics, and welcome to Back in a Flash. We're your hosts, Steve and Meg, and this podcast will be talking about all things The Flash, past, present, and future. And those times are relative to the Speed Force, so who knows? All right, so welcome to Back in a Flash. This is our first episode. First episode! (laughs) we've We've got a couple things we want to talk about right off the bat. The first and most important thing being that we just found out today that the Flash TV show got its full season pickup. Right on. Super pumped. Super pumped. So that'll be starting this fall. Cannot wait, yes. And hopefully we'll be having a trailer for it next week along with the Arrow season finale. Yeah. Oh my gosh, next week's going to be big. It's going to be pretty dang awesome. And also, so along with Arrow and Flash, we also have three other shows based on DC Comics properties that got picked up. Really? We have Constantine that's going to be on NBC. We have Gotham that'll be on Fox that's uh, uh, following Commissioner Gordon. It's the early days of Batman. And we have iZombie that's also on CW. Yeah, that one I'm actually excited about. That one sounds pretty awesome. It should be a good time. It should be a blast. Uh, so we're super pumped about all of those and we're going to talk about the flash in this show and we're going to talk about the TV show as well as the comics and maybe some other stuff. Uh, so, so the first thing we want to talk about is the cast for the flash show. Since it's officially picked up, let's talk about all these people that are going to have acting work. Yeah. It'll be great. I'm super pumped for all of them and for the show that we're going to get out of it. It's going to be a good time. I love Grant Gustin. I think that he is awesome. Yeah. Um, I've seen him in Glee, and it was he did a pretty fantastic job. Like, so what, awesome. what was his character in Glee? I haven't seen him. Um, He was opposing. It's not the main high school. I'm not like a super Glee fan. I just have sure. seen it before, and um, he was just. He's he a rival. A rival. Rival Glee, school. You know. Rival Glee member or something right. for a while, and then he was no longer on there. But so he sings wonderfully too. Excellent. Um, so in case the Flash ever decides to burst out in song, right. he'll right. have the <laughs> opportunity. Yeah. To do I that. mean, who wouldn't love a musical <laughs> episode on the Flash? <laughs> it's actually it's kind of funny. I had thought about that when they were announcing all of these cast members because there's Grant Gustin who comes from Glee and he's known for you know his he's got this singing role that he's known for. Right. And there's Jesse Martin, who's playing Detective West, and he's known from Rent, uh, yeah. both on and off Broadway. Right. And, uh, and then there's also Cisco, Cisco Ramon, who we saw on uh, Arrow, is also, he comes from a Broadway background as well. Oh. So there's a pretty good chance that he's got some musical, uh, musical abilities as well. And I was just thinking, like, how crazy would it be if they did a musical episode in, like, season four or five? You right. know, when the show is, like, about to end anyway. Yeah. Well, hopefully not four or five. Hopefully, like, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> sure. You know. Sure. Right. They're all, they're, they've done what they want to do. They're ready to move on. Do a musical episode. How, how much fun would that be? That would be pretty amazing. Actually, it would be really awesome. Nice I, way to end it all. I'd love to see yeah, it. Yeah, for It'd sure. It would be a blast. Absolutely. Um, so we've got Grant Gustin as The Flash. Uh, and then we've also got uh, Candace Patton is going to be playing Iris West, the, the primary love interest yeah. in the story. Yeah. 
Yeah, she is beautiful. She is so gorgeous. Absolutely. I am really excited. I haven't seen her in anything else, so I don't I don't really know much about her previously, Mm -hmm. but I mean, I will not dislike watching her. I mean, she's gorgeous. Right. Who's going to dislike watching her, right? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, basically. Uh, So it's kind of fun. She, uh, in the comics, she's mostly been portrayed as a a white character, but uh, in the show, she's going to be played by this biracial actress, Candace Patton. Mm -hmm. And they actually just made some changes in the comics recently and introduced uh, Wally West Mm -hmm. and made him biracial as well. Uh, so both of them and they changed iris west to be biracial in the comics so it may be that they're trying to line up some of those things uh and we'll hopefully cool have a chance to talk with someone about that yeah pretty soon here and uh be able to shed some more light on that yeah (laughs) i'm uh definitely looking forward to that actually yeah should be fun um all right who's next hmm well, we've got uh, Rick Costnett is going to be playing Eddie Thawne in the episode. Now, there's no comics character named Eddie Thawne, as far as I know, but there is an Eobard Thawne, or Eobard Thawne, uh, and he's the reverse Flash in the comics. Uh, my guess is that they'll probably play him off as not a bad guy right away, similar mm-hmm. to what they did with Lex Luthor on Smallville and Slade Wilson on Arrow. Yeah. And they'll have someone that's... You know, not not necessarily a close friend, but not a outright enemy of the main protagonist right away, and kind of build that and show the relationship, which has been a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I think that would be, yeah, definitely. Uh, actually, what I was going to talk about um, with this guy, I was actually going to ask you about the um, villains on this show and mm-hmm. whether or not you thought that they were going to play like. Um, if they were going to have really inter- interesting costumes or if they were going to just be, like, pla- sure. plainly clothed and stuff. Sure, sure. Uh, well, I guess we'll have a mix of each, personally, but that's just a guess. I mean, you know as well as I do at this point. Uh, but uh, Jeff Johns did share a photo of a van that was used as set dressing for the pilot episode, and the van was for this uh, this dry-cleaning facility that was known in the comics because the last name of the guy is the tailor that made all the costumes for the rogue really for the rogues excuse me so it was just this really tiny tiny easter Easter egg egg, yeah uh, that i probably would have completely missed i don't even remember the name on the van but jeff johns posted this picture and everybody online was saying oh hey it's this guy so i would guess that Maybe not at first, but right. later on, we'll probably see some more elaborate costumes for the villains. That's really cool. I can't wait to see those. I mean, I, I actually like the sneak peek of the costume um, that they showed for The Flash so far. I really like how they designed it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he looks really great in it, too. While he's, like, running around. Have you seen those little videos in the photos and everything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He looks really goofy in some yeah. of the stills. Looks like he's, like, doing a... Doing a kickflip on a skateboard or right. something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it should be good. And when they get all the effects and all the lighting filters and everything, I'm sure it'll look awesome. 
Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Super excited to see the, uh, the sneak noticed, peek next week. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm totally pumped for that. I noticed that um, his costume color was like a little bit um, subdued or muted yeah. compared to um, what is typically, you know, displayed in comic books. Right. So what do you think about that? Well, I mean, the Arrow's costume was the same way. They definitely muted his colors, especially at the start of the show. It was practically black uh, in some of the early promo shots, mm -hmm. but they kind of bright brightened that. up the green as the show went on. Yeah. And the fans started saying, like, you know, we really want to see some more color in this costume. And they made a few small modifications and changed the way they lit it. Mm -hmm. And I think that everyone is pretty happy with the Arrow costume at this point. Yeah, absolutely. And it definitely shows its green. It's not a black costume at this point. Right. So you think that the, um, it'll be the same way with it, it uh, the Flash costume? It wouldn't surprise me if they take a few minor modifications, but it does look pretty darn nice as is, too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I don't think that it looks bad at all. I just didn't know if they're, you know, there's purists and everything. Right. So um, I just didn't know if you felt that it should be the true red or... I mean, you're going to have a few purists all the time that really feel it's got to be <laughs> that one particular way, but I think there's enough people that aren't purists that appreciate some of the changes to make it a more realistic costume, mm -hmm. so I think that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. So um, talking about villains, we were just talking about villains earlier, mm -hmm. um, who, else have the, who else do they have for villains? Well, we have... Uh, Caitlin Snow, as played by Danielle Panabaker on the show. And, and we, who is Caitlin Snow? Uh, she is Killer Frost in the comics. She's an ice villain, kind of like uh, Mr. Freeze or something like that. So how like, does she villainize the Flash? <laughs> well, she has ice powers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so does she make him, like, slip while he's running fast or something? And he loses... <laughs> Traction? I don't... I, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. I uh, <laughs> She's not a big-name villain in the comics. She pops that's, in every so now So that's and interesting then. that they have cast her already. I mean, yeah. obviously, she's going to be a bigger part of this TV show. Yeah, I would assume so. And I don't even know if they'll have her be Killer Frost. Like, she's starting off as a Star Labs employee. Like, mm. we saw her in the Arrow episode, and she's working for Star Labs. Right. Um along with Cisco Ramon and uh, Harrison Wells is this guy that's going to be played by T Tom Cavanaugh on the show as well. Uh, so they've got this little, like, Star Labs crew. Mm -hmm. It'll be, uh, I'll be interested to see what they do with that. But I would guess from that piece of information that she's probably not going to be Killer Frost right away either. She'll probably just be Caitlin Snow for yeah. a while. Yeah. Um, but that's I, I guess I found it interesting that even though she's not a huge part in comic books, that they have already cast that character for the TV shows. Like, I love it when they take lesser known characters and are able to bring them to life in absolutely you know their own vision because there's no precedence or absolutely. anything. Absolutely. So I mean, and, and they've done that with uh, with Arrow a lot. I mean, we've seen some different villains like. Uh, the Dollmaker early in season two, and Clock, mm -hmm. Clock King, and Shrapnel. Uh, just all sorts of really, like, super tiny, obscure comic characters that I don't even know anything about. I've never read any comics with any of those three characters. 
But they brought them into Arrow and did something with them and made their own versions of them, and it was lots of fun. Uh, and they kind of built up a nice little rogues gallery for Green Arrow, who otherwise might not have such a large rogues gallery. Right. So that's been But fun. the Flash does have a pretty large yeah, rogues absolutely. gallery. So tell me about that. Like, how many people, how many villains are we going to hope to see on this show? <laughs> right. Uh, well, really, the Flash has about as large of a rogues gallery as Batman. You know, Batman's got Joker and Riddler and Penguin and Mr. Freeze and massive rogues gallery, Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm, it goes on and on. Right. And the Flash is the same way. The list goes on and on and on. Uh, and the Flashes are pretty wild and out there. So it'll be interesting to see, like, how true they stay to them at, or which, how much they decide which to change Which is the most, them. like, wild crazy villain. Oh boy. Um most wild the most wild and crazy villain. I would say probably one of the most wild and crazy villains. There's a a character called like the turtle or something and I read one issue. The turtle? And, and the impact that he had, the the role that he played in this is that there was a there was an area around him and anyone that was in that area time was slowed way down for them. And it was like they moved super slowly. And really, everyone other than the Flash was pretty much just frozen in place. So he'd walk around and, like, steal stuff from people. And nobody would be moving because they'd all be frozen in time. That's awesome. And when the Flash sped in there, it slowed him down to, like, a slow crawl. Uh, And this turtle character was just able to walk away. But it was just this really bizarre villain. That is awesome. No, actually, yeah. that reminds me of something uh, like a, a boss or something on World of Warcraft. Like, I remember <laughs> a, it had like a, it was like turtle and it had a shell that came out. And if you got caught in it, it would like made you really slow. <laughs> so that's so funny. That I'm sure that that came nice. from that idea. Oh, man. There's also Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang, that's right. How dangerous is he? He throws boomerangs. Oh, snap. So, so pretty darn dangerous. Oh. <laughs> He's got a really out there costume in the comics, too. Like, bright blue and white with boomerangs all over the costume. Nice. This sounds it's, like my kind of outfit. It's really wild. <laughs> if we see a comic-accurate representation of Captain Boomerang on this show... Oh my gosh, I, I, I will lose just it. lose it. Yeah, yeah that would be amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, okay, so who else do we have here? Um, well, we have uh, Captain David Singh uh, is going to be played by, I'm going to totally butcher his last name, uh, Patrick Sabungoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is Barry's boss at the crime lab, right? Okay. Um and in the comics, he's very often portrayed as just this very uh, tough-as-nails boss, got to get everything done, mm-hmm. uh, but he's still a personable character. He's not not like the J. Jonah Jameson of Spider-Man, where he's just getting after his employees all the time, mm-hmm. uh, but he makes sure things get done. Is that That's his only role, is just as the boss? As far as I know, that's been his main role. Uh, I guess in some of the recent comics, he also had a bit of a romantic subplot with uh, the Pied Piper, who is a villain in the Flash Rogues Gallery as well. 
Yes, the Pied Piper. Yeah. <laughs> of course, because why yeah. wouldn't why wouldn't he have a, a a villain that can? Well, his I mean, his power is that he he hypnotizes people. He plays plays his flute. Well, I would hope that it was something better people. than just like being able to round up some rats. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, because that, that would be that, a pretty weak. I mean. <laughs> Don't, Soup, don't, like villain power. Don't downplay the power of rats. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Uh, yes. I don't want them to like, I don't want a bunch of rats sneaking in my house and murdering <laughs> me tonight. So yes. Right. And then we also have um, Cisco Ramon as played by Carlos Valdez on the show. And mm-hmm. Cisco is, uh, the only thing I really know him from is the recent comics uh, comics arc with uh, the Justice League of America he was one of the founding members of the Justice League of America in the New 52. And the reason he was brought into the Justice League of America is that his particular power set, which is like he sends these vibrations out from his hands, mm-hmm. and Amanda Waller decided that he would what, be... What kind of vibrations are we talking about here? Uh, like sound vibrations, I guess. Good, 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 good <laughs> vibrations. I, I don't know. Exactly. Vibrations. Okay. Right? All right. So vibrations. <laughs> shooting them out from his fingertips. Right. Shooting them out. And right. Amanda Waller recruited him to the Justice League of America because she decided that he had an ideal power set to neutralize the Flash. Oh. And in this first issue that Jeff Johns wrote, Amanda Waller had her corkboard set up. And she had all of the Justice League of America characters paired off with all of the Justice League characters. And it was it was intended to be a team that could neutralize the Justice League if they ever became a problem. So interesting. that's what's interesting about Cisco Ramon on this show is that I assume they're going to maintain that in some way, shape, yeah. or Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That'll I mean, be really cool to see. I'll, I'll be. I'm really interested to see how that um, transfers to the TV screen. Mm-hmm, that vibrations, you know, like because mm-hmm. it could well, it could go bad. But I mean, <laughs> well, we got a little sneak peek of like the vibration ability that Cisco has in the Arrow episode. Remember, he uh, he picked up his vibration gun. He had a gun yes. in that one. So do you think that that's how it'll... That, do you think it'll carry over with the gun? I, I would expect that that's part of it at the start. Mm. Uh, I don't know if they'll actually, like, infuse his powers into him or not. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, That'll be interesting. Yeah. Should be fun. Awesome. So... Uh, oh, and one more big casting piece... Oh. Is John Wesley Shipp, who played The Flash on the 90s TV show. Yeah. He's going to be in the pilot. And I think that they announced that it's going to be a recurring role since it got picked up. Really? Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a recurring role. And so my guess is that he's playing. They haven't announced who he's playing in it. It's right. It's this big mystery. Like, yeah. yeah. Right. To draw everybody in. And right. we, I, we're totally hooked. Like, I'm totally Absolutely. hooked. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but it's it's a good mystery, and it's a good problem to have. But my guess is he'll be playing one of two different characters. Either he'll be playing Barry Allen's dad, who we know is in prison for being framed for his mother's murder. Right. right? They covered this in the Arrow episode. Mm-hmm. You guys all know this. The other person that he might be playing 
probably less likely, but it would still be really cool, and I would love to see it, Mm -hmm. is Jay Garrick. And Mm -hmm. Jay Garrick is the Golden Age Flash from earlier comics. He was actually the first Flash in the comics uh, before Barry Allen was created at all. Really? Yeah. That would be kind of cool, too. So what kind of odds are we looking at here? I mean... My guess is it's probably like 75%, 85% that he'll be playing Barry Allen's dad rather than Jay Garrick. Uh, especially since they set up like that his dad is a character. Right. And we don't, there's no one else that's been cast as Barry Allen's dad in the show. Right. Yeah. So I'd say it's pretty good chance that he'll be Barry Allen's dad. But you're saying there's but, a chance. But I'm saying there's a chance. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Excellent. <laughs> no, I'm just excited. I don't really care um, who he plays. I think that it'll, just, it'll be awesome. Yeah, either way. Either way, it'll be a blast. Um, I've got my fingers crossed for Jay Garrick. <laughs> Absolutely, That would be yes. really cool, especially if you can have the, uh, the Doughboy helmet. In the comics, Jay Garrick wears this... Uh, this World War One doughboy helmet. No. With yeah, yeah, metal <laughs> helmet. Like rims come out way past his ears, and it's got wings on it as well. Oh man. It's really impressive. It sounds amazing. <laughs> they actually they showed the helmet. We didn't actually get to see Jay Garrick uh, wearing it mm-hmm. in Smallville, but in Smallville season nine, they did a Justice Society episode which is like the precursor to the Justice League. And they showed the Flash's helmet in this museum. And it was a really well-done prop. Like, it looked really legit. Uh, because at that point, Super, or Smallville was fully embracing all of the crazier aspects of uh, the comic book origins. I have, I have yet to watch Smallville. I really, I really probably need to, because the more you talk about it, the more it sounds like it would totally be right up my alley. I mean, I, it led right into the Arrow really nicely, and I don't think that the Arrow would be embracing as many of the, the really comic booky things if that show hadn't come before it. Really? Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of why I love the Arrow. Like, I, I really Absolutely. enjoy that they totally embrace it and just run with it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. It's not um, Especially watered like, down, you know, right. for TV or whatever. Right. You know? <laughs> right. No, they, they tackle it all head on. Uh, especially like with Deathstroke's costume. Yeah. But I really, I really feel like if Smallville hadn't come before it, we wouldn't be seeing Deathstroke in like the full regalia. You don't we, think so? No. Hmm. Well, I, I think we'd be seeing some sort of like hoodie version. Well, then I guess on that that premise alone, I need to watch Smallville. Right. Basically. Right. Absolutely. I'm locked in. I mean, plus we got uh, Impulse, who's another version of the Flash, in a few episodes of Smallville too. I think he was in like five or six episodes. Really. Yeah. Interesting. So that was lots of fun. Yeah. What other kind of uh, crossovers are there? Like similarities? Are there any characters? Well, there was a Green Arrow in Smallville as well. Uh, he was actually a regular in the last few seasons, um, played by Justin Hartley. But it was a really different kind of arrow than the arrow that we see on the new show. It was uh, more of a billionaire playboy 
and not so mm. much not so much the more like, of a Batman than I mean they downplayed the island survivor and upplayed the billionaire playboy. So speaking of Arrow, yeah, you watched the most recent episode. I did. Have you? Yes. <laughs> it was awesome. It was pretty pretty sweet. I'm really excited for the finale, but. I don't want to get into spoilers here. Yes. Really. So you all should just watch it. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. It's a must. Um, Anyhow, let's see. What else do we want to talk about? Um, Why don't we talk about the other DC shows a little bit here so that we are all uh, primed and ready to go for this fall so that we know what to be looking for. We still don't know what days all of these different shows are airing. My hope is that we have one for every day of the week. Well, duh. That would be so ideal. Right. That we could just have one show Right. You know, you get, you get home on Monday and you watch Gotham. You get home on Tuesday and you watch Constantine. Wednesday, you watch Arrow. Thursday, you watch The Flash. Friday, you watch iZombie. Perfect week. Perfect Done. Perfect week. Planned. <laughs> Done. I know exactly what's going on in my but, life for the rest of my life. But chances that they'll put a new TV show on Friday night are, is it's pretty slim. Friday night's kind of the... Yes. That, that, uh, that's not really where you put a new TV show. The special special night, yeah. Right. And that's... Um, you, you're saying iZombie? Yeah. I mean, iZombie isn't going to be on Friday No, I know. Night. I'm just, just... I wanted hypothetically. to... Hypothetically. I wanted to double check because I think that was the one that you were talking about earlier that I... Mm-hmm. I like, I'm super pumped about this. So tell me more about it. Tell me everything that you know about it. I, I honestly don't know a whole lot about it at all. I haven't read the comic. I don't know I don't know the source material. Okay. But if you want to talk about what they've said about the show so far. All right. So the CW uh, little press release on iZombie says that iZombie centers on a medical student, now a zombie, who finds work at a coroner's office so that she can ensure a steady supply of brains. I mean, really, if you were a zombie... Where what better place to go? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. You you gotta, just, nobody's gonna be. You gotta get your brain fixed. Nobody's messing their brains there. And yeah, you're right. I mean, they're dead, so. Right. Perfect. Perfect place. May as well do something. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what's this girl's? So, so the twist. Uh, the twist is that when she eats the brains, she also gets the corpse's memories. And so she helps solve different homicide cases um, to, as the network puts it, quiet the disturbing voices in her head. That sounds so awesome. Uh, And the main actress for that is going to be Rose McIver. Uh, Hmm, that name sounds familiar. She was in Once Upon a Time. And I watched that pretty regularly. Who was she in Once Upon a Time? Tinkerbell. So Tinkerbell from Once Upon a Time is going to be playing uh, Liv is the character in iZombie. Ironic, right? Liv is a zombie. That is so I just got that. (laughs) That's that's awesome. That's pretty good. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Uh, Oh, well, that's going to be awesome, though, because I really liked her as Tinkerbell. I mean, I I like all the characters from Once Upon a Time, but, I mean, she did a really good job, so I feel like... Hopefully she'll do, I mean, she'll be as great on this 
iZombie. Mm -hmm. I'm really looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. So, okay, tell me about Constantine. Do you know anything about that one? Um, Constantine is, uh, he's kind of like an investigator of the supernatural. He's, uh... I mean, so uh, it's kind of like... I mean, they, they've had movies about Constantine before, right? Yeah, there was one. There was one that uh, Keanu Reeves With was Keanu in. Keanu Reeves, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Okay. But from what I've heard, that's not a very comic accurate version. Okay. Lots of people like the movie, say it was a great movie. Uh, but people that I've talked to that have read the Constantine comics, and from what I've seen of Constantine in the comics, mm -hmm. it's not a very comic accurate by comic accurate, do you mean um, like what he actually does or how he personally acts? Both. And how he looks. Uh, okay. So oh, he, wow. So he, all across the board. All just... across the board. It's just not the same from what I've heard. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so I'll have to go actually look up some Constantine yeah. comics then. Yeah. I might have to check some of that out too. But he, I know that in the, in the comics, he's almost always wearing like a tan trench coat. Mm -hmm. uh, and he's almost always smoking a cigarette, but he's this investigator of the supernatural. So they're they're bringing that, and David Goyer is actually producing that show. And David Goyer, if you're not familiar, uh, was the screenwriter for Man of Steel and Dark Knight Rises and Dark Knight. Oh, I really? Think. Yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So, okay, what channel is that going to be on? NBC. That one's going to be NBC. Yep. Awesome. That's going to be so cool. Yeah, it should be fun. And then the, so the last one is Gotham, right? Yes. And it's going to be on Fox. Uh, and we have the cast for that is pretty exciting. And we've already seen a little trailer for that. Did you watch that trailer? I did not. You I, haven't? No, I haven't watched oh, it. We'll have to, we'll have to watch that later. Yes. Definitely. Um, but the Gotham TV show, so on the cast for that show, we have Ben McKenzie is going to be playing uh, young James Gordon. Um, and then we have Sean Pertwee is playing Alfred Pennyworth, a tough-as-nails ex-Marine from East London. <laughs> we have Penguin, played by Robin Lord Taylor. We have a young Catwoman. So is this just um, another Batman just from somebody else's perspective well it's a batman before he was batman it's it starts the first episode is the murder of batman's parents so he's like nine in this show mm -hmm. and the actor that they got to play uh bruce wayne in the show is also pretty young i guess i'm wondering why um so did these villains create Batman? Like, did they create the need for Batman that he, that he fulfilled? Or was there a Batman and then more villains were produced? Um, I mean, that's kind of up to them, however they want to play it, I think. Batman, really, more than any other character, has been reinvented over and over and over. Um, we've got the, the billionaire playboy type Batman, who's mm -hmm. a pretty, like, straight-laced... And then we've got the goofy Adam West Batman from the old TV show where it was right. just the slapstick comedy. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we've got uh, some of the movies of the 80s and 90s. And then the Dark Knight series, uh, which was inspired by the Dark Knight, uh, Dark Knight Rises or Dark Knight Returns comic series by Frank Miller. 
uh, where Batman was this really like grungy giant guy who drove around a tank and yeah. is really brutal. The best version. Um, and there's my, so much more to talk opinion. about. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I'm, I'm still a little bit partial to the Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah. He's, he's one of my favorites. That was a pretty good one as well. So um, this Gotham, are you pretty excited about this one too? It should be good. I, I was a little skeptical at first because Gotham as a city like without Batman because it's before Batman. Right. Doesn't really seem like it would be all that exciting. It seems like it would just be your average everyday uh, crime drama. Right? right. Yeah. That's... So, so what? It doesn't seem like that big of a deal. Uh, but in the preview, we saw we've got Penguin and Poison Ivy and the Riddler and Catwoman and uh, James Gordon and Alfred and James Gordon's partner. Um, Harvey Bullock. Yeah. And that that is like a really cool cast to me. Yeah. And it should be a lot of fun. And there should be lots of interesting drama that comes from that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited that there's going to be like five, five, five shows that are going to be all comic book based. We'll all have right. a lot to talk about. Absolutely. For sure. I'm super pumped. Uh, but mostly we're going to try and stick to The Flash. That's yes. who we're really excited about. Yes. Uh, but anyways, speaking of The Flash, on our next episode of Back in a Flash, we're going to have a special guest. For episode two, right off the bat, right? we're going to have... Starting it strong! You bet. We're going to have the writer of the new Flash comic series, Van Jensen. Yeah. He's going to be joining us. We're going to be interviewing him. Super and pumped. And get that posted in a couple weeks here. I think we're going to be doing a two-week rotation every couple weeks. Yes, every um, other week. Right. Maybe when the show starts up, we'll ramp it up and do every week, do yeah, brief, I guess if... like reviews of the episodes. Right. Since the show is for sure happening now. Yeah, super ah, excited for that. Very cool. I was so happy to hear that today. Absolutely. Me too. Uh so we may ramp it up to once a week when the show gets going, but for right now, we're just going to plan on doing every other week. Um, starting with episode two, we're going to have Van Jensen as a guest. We're going to chat with him a little bit, have some fun, and see what he's got in store for The Flash. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Flash Fanatics. And Facebook. Yes, and Facebook at Flash Fanatics as well. As well, yeah. Uh, if you have any questions for us or our guests, feel free to shoot us a message, uh, and we'll try and give you a heads up about who our guests are going to be once we have those kind of locked in. Uh, we want to make sure they're for sure happening before we announce them to you. Yeah, but we do have a lot of really exciting things coming we've, down the pipe. We've got some fun stuff. Yeah. It should be a good time. I'm really excited. Me too. Me too. Anyways, I think that's all about all for us. I'm Steven. I'm Meg. And this was Back in a Flash.